0: The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Good morning, UAE. Hello. Hello,
1: morning. Four
0: sleeps until Backstreet Boys.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Uh,
0: we've got your hookup for free tickets, by the way. If you've missed out, because they are completely sold out, keep yeah. it here.
1: Yeah, Why? we want to know, why do you need to be seeing the Backstreet Boys this mm, weekend? That's exactly. what we want to know, on 4009. Well,
0: we know you want to, but why do you need to?
1: <laughs> yeah. I need it. Just I like need I it. need chicken nuggets.
0: Um, we're bringing back some of you. haven't played this for a while. Also, because it's been school holidays, who is your daddy and what does he do? Yeah. 4009 is our number. If you want to jump on early, uh, get your text through for that. Uh, anything we need to know as well? Speaking of need, um, get in touch with us. 4009. Whatever's going on in your life. Maybe, price you always want to hear from people who are quitting work, which makes me... Yeah Kind of nervous I need
1: to know how they're doing it
0: (laughs) You need inspiration No,
1: like, you know It's hard It's an awkward situation It
0: can be Yeah, Yeah. it can be Yeah, so get in touch with us Um, Yeah
1: That's all, really? That's it? That's the whole show?
0: (laughs) Okay We're also sending you
1: We're sending you to Sri Lanka To the Anantara a bit later on too
0: Is there anything else going on We should know about? Oh, good Yeah
1: Nothing They got nothing What's with the
0: mood today? Lift the mood
1: they got nothing yeah, Happy Monday Yeah it's okay. Monday It's Monday
0: Come it's <laughs> oh, oh this uh, Price is It's Monday move.
1: Hey I've been talking I've contributed
0: Because you, you don't like Mondays
1: Oh okay yeah. yeah I know
0: Whereas I'm a massive fan of Mondays Because I think we're already into the week We're rolling The ball's rolling It's yeah. great Kind of got myself into a questionable situation yesterday. Oh dear! Of no fault of my own,
1: well, by the way. Well, it never is. No,
0: I would just like to make that very clear from the start that I am absolving myself of responsibility for this. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's my poor vision.
1: Oh, so you're blaming it on your eyes? Yeah. Okay. Which
0: I didn't think that I had poor vision, but. Uh, but maybe I do after what happened. Getting older. I, uh, you know how uh, in the afternoons I uh, drive around. Sometimes I ride on my bike around where I live, which is Umsikim 2, and I try and spot dogs. Yes. Try and go out and meet dogs. Yeah,
1: canine time. It's
0: called canine time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people walking dogs, especially in the afternoons, that have been beautiful lately. I really enjoy it. It's something that I used to do with my girlfriend, long distance Danny, before she became long distance, and she was short distance Danny.
1: Now she lives in New Zealand. Correct, yeah. So you do you just call her and tell her about your canine time sightings.
0: No, with the time difference, she's asleep. So I just, I just, uh, just drive around on my own.
1: Oh, you should call one of us. We'll come with you.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Well, maybe I shouldn't do it anymore after what happened. Oh. Um, so I was driving around this time because I was driving to the supermarket and I thought, hey, two for one, I can go to the supermarket and also do some canine time, some dog spotting. There's a there's a local school uh, in Umsakim too. It's on one of the main roads through there. And I'm driving through and I saw this woman walking this massive dog, like a big black uh, retriever, like a big black lab. Oh, yeah. And so I slow down. I'm like, oh, what a cute dog. It wasn't a dog. Oh, dear. What was it? She looked like she may have been a teacher with a luggage case. (laughs) (laughs) You know those cases of luggage that you walk behind you? So it looked like it was a lead Um, and a big dark dog.
1: You had your canine goggles on. I
0: had canine goggles on.
1: Oh dear.
0: But I'm driving past a school yelling at a teacher.
1: (laughs) And yelling like you're talking to a dog as well. Correct. That's not good.
0: No, so I sped off.
1: Of course.
0: Um, So I just wanted to just make that clear that uh, I wasn't yelling at any teachers from the school just thought it was a dog. My goodness. Yeah. Also, you definitely
1: might need to get your, your eyes checked then.
0: Also begs the question why I'm driving, <laughs> if I'm mistaking people walking luggage for dogs. <laughs> By the way, it could be a danger <laughs> out there. Oh dear. Need... To know. All right, so two sisters delivered their babies within just 20 minutes of each other at the same hospital. Uh, this happened at Sunderland Royal Hospital in the UK. Uh, Kelly Pemberton and Tanya went into labour at the same time. They were born just 20 minutes apart. The sisters are thrilled to have uh, their babies born so close together. We thought, you know what, that's pretty... Pretty slim odds To have two sisters Um, Give birth at the same time Oh definitely
1: they are Yeah They're good odds At least they can grow up together It's going to be great
0: Totally But uh, you actually had A very similar situation to this Yeah I did You you and a friend Mm -hmm. Ended up growing up together
1: Yeah me and and actually Two of my best friends They're still my best friends To this day so this is the story, and it's a little bit confusing, but I'll yeah, just stay but with me. If
0: you're ever at a party or a barbecue with Pricey, this is the story you're going to hear. Oh uh,
1: yeah, you get a bit of a longer version with me having a drink every two minutes. <laughs>
0: like,
1: so you still with me? you yeah. still with me? Can I get a top up please, love? <laughs> um, so I was born in London, or well, in England, and when I was four, I think we moved to Australia yeah. and went to school in Perth, Australia. Anyway, so mum was taking me to school and going to the parent-teacher meetings, and she was doing a lot when we first went to school, I think, um, because obviously she was kind of integrating me into the new school and everything.
0: Yeah, single mum as well, my best, yeah.
1: Anyway, so it got to me being about eight years old, and um, she came to one of the parent-teacher meetings. She met a lot of the parents, because I'd grown up in the same school in, in Australia, and she got talking to another mother, and... The mum was like, she was like, oh, where are you from? And she, the lady's like, oh, we're from England, but we've just moved over. We moved over a few years ago. Mum's like, oh, same with us. Whereabouts are you from? I'm from here. Oh, we're from there as well. And they're like, and then, because obviously uh, m- me and her son were in the same class. Yeah. And and mum's like, w- when was Sean born? Like, you know, whereabouts? And they're like, oh, in this hospital. And mum's like, oh, Natalie was born in that hospital. What date? What's Sean's what's birthday? Yeah. March twenty third. Natalie's is March twenty third, and then mum and then it clicked to my mum. Mum was like, "Are you mother of twins to this lady?" Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, um, Neil's in the other classroom." She and mum was like, "I was waiting for you for you to give birth in the delivery room, um, and I couldn't wait for you. So Natalie was born in the hallway, and so my two twin best friends. Yeah. we moved. We were born on the same day in the same hospital in England. Moved mm-hmm. to Australia in the same year." lived in the same street, went to the same school, and we're in the same classroom, and we're not related at all.
0: And still friends to this day. And
1: we're still best friends. Yeah, yeah. I saw Sean on the weekend. Yeah, he, yeah. he lives
0: here in Dubai, he yeah. moved over to so Dubai. Sean, as well.
1: Yeah, then Sean became cabin crew for Emirates <clears throat> in March 2006, and yeah. I followed him in June 2006. <laughs> Has your
0: mum ever, did your mum ever forgive that woman for having the bed to give birthing rather than the hallway <laughs> no. for you?
1: Well, I'm mum's second ke- uh, child, so she's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I've got this. I know what I'm doing here. It's fine. Whereas Marion, Neil and Sean's, Mother, she it was their her first time giving birth, and she had twins as well. So priority, yeah. So so the birth goes. Sean is the oldest, then Neil, and then me.
0: Incredible! Like I love when you tell that story. Yeah, it still amazes me to this day. It's so bizarre. Um, and definitely trumped the odds of those two sisters who had their uh, babies twenty minutes apart.
1: That was a good story as well. (laughs) Nah, this sucks.
0: (laughs) Yours is heaps better. (laughs)
1: Pricey scandal. So it looks like another '90s sitcom is about to get a reboot. First, it. It was a Full House, which was great.
0: No, I didn't watch that.
1: Then Will and Grace, which was great. Didn't watch that. And Roseanne.
0: Yeah, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Are you watching Roseanne? Not yet. Oh, there's four episodes out. It is so good.
1: Oh, really? Is it on Netflix?
0: Don't do this to me.
1: (laughs) Just wondering. No, it's not on Netflix. It's on the internet. I'll have to wait. Um, so, yeah. Helen <laughs> Helen Hunt and Paul Reiser, they're thinking about hitting the screens again in uh, for Mad About You.
0: What a show. I used I lo- to love Mad so About You. So
1: did I. Yeah. I think it must have been on at like five o'clock in the afternoon every day.
0: I thought it was on like after Friends in Seinfeld. It was mm, kind of... Later. It was a later night show.
1: Oh, I remember it being me? about five. Um, well, I mean, I'm from Perth. You're from Sydney, so I get gross. that. Don't. That's was it in black hard. and white? Oh, shut up. So Helen Hunt was on Ellen's show to talk about it, and here's what she said. I hope it is. It's not for sure yet. I will say Paul Reiser is in my kitchen a good amount uh, because we're talking about how to make it and not wreck it mm-hmm. we're proud of what we did. Right. Um, so I hope so. Wow. That would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> it would be fun. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm so for 90s television shows making comebacks. Me too. Yeah, I'm all for it's it. It's all
1: about the 90s, isn't it? That's why the Backstreet Boys are coming in, we. Like Absolutely stoked for it
0: We're enthralled Because uh, mm. I told you I was at the cinema And I saw the trailers For Jurassic Park um, Star yes. Wars And now all these 90s shows yeah. I was like What is going I on? I know it's so Time good machine By
1: the way Helen Hunt From Mad About You Looks a little bit different To what she used to
0: Oh really? I think bit she's of,
1: had an eye lift
0: Bit of a Jumeirah Beach Road Nip and tuck
1: Yeah mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, we've all
1: been there. Uh, So Justin Bieber found himself in the middle of a bit of a domestic at Coachella. He was at Patrick Schwarzenegger's party and a man grabbed a woman by her throat. So Justin and his security team, they went straight in. To protect the girl and the guy just wouldn't let go of this girl that he was kind of strangling. So Justin Bieber then punched him and then the man was kicked out of the party and apparently he was chasing Justin down because Justin went straight to his SUV and thought, I'm going to get out of here because it's too much drama. Yeah, And this guy was like chasing him down the road, just being like yelling at him and everything. He honestly attracts so much drama all the time.
0: Was there not security and stuff there? Like, why is Justin Bieber punching people?
1: I know. Well, he would have seen it from afar and thought, I need to get involved.
0: Right. So him well, and his
1: security were there.
0: He doesn't really attract attention, does he? He gets involved.
1: Well, he does get himself involved a little bit too, yeah. Um, but he's okay. Was it just me, me like
0: or did Justin Bieber look like Ellen?
1: Justin Bieber looks like that Logan Paul influencer uh, YouTube idiot. Mm.
0: I'm not yeah. a fan of Logan like Paul here. <laughs> no, think that's No,
1: absolutely not. No, no, not no. after that thing in Japan. Correct. No way. Correct. <laughs>
0: um, stand by as well. 4009 is our number. Um, we'd love to know what your experience has been like at work. A couple of stories going around about uh, women only promoting women. Men mm-hmm. only promoting men as well. Love to hear what your experience has been like in the actual workplace yeah, as well. For sure. They can do all the studies they want, but it may not represent realistically what's going on.
1: Yeah, we'd like to get your take on that uh, this hour. Yeah. But coming up next, who is your daddy and what does he do? Yeah,
0: speaking of jobs, we like to guess your dad's job. Yes. Um and we'd love to get you on to play. We'll explain it all next. Now we're going to do something extremely fun. Who is my daddy? What does he do? We haven't played this for a while. We School's, haven't. Yeah, been on holidays. Yeah, so.
1: so we're happy everybody's back so we can play Who Is Your Daddy and What Does He Do. Basically, we ask you a couple of questions and based on those que- and the answers, we have to guess what your dad does for a job.
0: And Katie from WSO is on this morning. You're born in Dubai, Katie?
1: Morning. Good morning. Good morning.
0: You, you were born here in the UAE? Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm. How old are you, Katie? I'm 12. You're
0: 12. 12 years old. On the way to school? Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, we're going to ask like, you...
1: That's Wellington Silicon Oasis, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, we're going to ask you a few questions about your dad, and then we're going to guess his job, okay? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so what's your dad's name? Andy Robinson. Mm, oh, double. The old double.
0: Okay. Okay, if we if he's got a good job, you can look him up on LinkedIn after yes. this. <laughs> Andy Robinson. Okay. Okay.
1: How old is dad? He's 52. Uh, okay, and he's 52. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And where is his office? It's in Jebel Alley. It's he's in Jebel Devil Alley.
1: Okay. And you guys obviously live in Silicon Oasis. No. Um... We live in Mardif. In Mer- wow. Okay. Radio. Okay.
0: Katie, you Alrighty. just stand by there. Uh, Pricey and I are going to um, concur our answers here and hopefully determine what your dad does for work. So, a couple of giveaways there, Pricey. When we asked, where is your dad's office, she didn't correct us and say, oh, it, it's not an office. So, he definitely works in an office.
1: <laughs> oh, look at us. Yeah. We were good on that one.
0: Jill didn't even Alex. think of that. Yeah.
1: What? Okay. These guys live in Mardif. They go to school in Silicon Oasis, mm. and Andy actually works in Jebel Alley. Mm. That's a lot of ground they're covering.
0: Yeah. What are you suggesting?
1: I'm suggesting he could be a business owner. I mean, why would you drive that far?
0: Jebel Alley, you can operate businesses there under the free zone.
1: Potentially.
0: Yeah. yeah. So he could be like a business owner. Yeah, either yeah. that,
1: or he's like a partner or something, because they've been here for a long time, because Katie's 12. What are you doing over there? I'm thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, Andy is 52. They've been here at least since he was 40.
0: Technology consultant.
1: Technology consultant. Like, like
0: IT project management, that yeah, kind of Yeah, but
1: Jebel Alley is like the warehouses where all the products and everything are.
0: Logistics manager.
1: Logistics manager for yep. shipping?
0: You reckon? I don't know. For shipping? <sighs> We've got to have an answer.
1: Okay, let's do that. Logistics manager for shipping.
0: Katie, is your dad, Andy, a logistics manager for shipping?
1: No. Oh. Are we close? Um, he's a quality control manager
0: for a bathroom company. For a bathroom
1: company. Oh, wow. Oh, we love a posh,
0: Lou. <laughs> we were way off.
1: <laughs> he's but a quality control officer for a bathroom company.
0: It's like our dream yeah. job.
1: It is our dream job. <laughs> oh, oh, well, we we're, we're way off, but never mind. We'll try again next time.
0: Thank you so much <laughs> Thanks, for playing Katie. this morning, Katie.
1: Thank you. Have a great day at school, honey.
0: Quality control for a bathroom company. Why
1: are you so disappointed in yourself? It's I, okay. Because
0: I really want to get this game. I just want to guess it right one day.
1: I mean, quality control officer for a bathroom company, was well, going to be pretty tough to get, Harry. That's hey.
0: very specific and very <laughs> niche. You're right. But hey, if you ever need a quality control officer for a bathroom company, Andy Robinson's your man. <laughs> Talking about Queen Bee Syndrome, there was a study done uh, overnight of um, a bunch of workers from the UK and Europe as well. Um, Basically based on the fact that um, it was always thought that women don't promote women in the workplace. This, This study has proved that that's in fact a myth. We thought, well, they can do all the studies they want. What is your experience out there realistically in the workplace?
1: Real-life experiences because sometimes you um, you know, you know, read these studies and you're like, hang on a second, that's not me at all. Like, yeah. That's not what I'm going through. How come we're different over here? And or it's whatever. sponsored
0: by some recruitment company anyway, so yeah. <laughs> you know, we want to know what's real.
1: Jumano in Abu Dhabi said, I work in an office full of ladies, and I can say that there are good and bad points. The worst is that my colleagues' insecurities seem to come out more. And um, the best is that my boss has shown me it's possible to have a successful home and family balance which is cool I really admire that about lady bosses around the world that can do that and then be at home as well and and help out
0: hashtag lady if you can can handle that Mm -hmm. take my hat off to you so
1: good scandal. Gwyneth Paltrow she's bringing together Hollywood's Elite or she brought together Hollywood's Elite for her wedding rehearsal with um, her fiance Brad Falchuk okay he's the guy from Glee like the producer guy
0: yeah I've heard of his name before yeah yeah. very
1: good looking Um, so the most famous stars were there like this was crazy all in the one building there was Reese Witherspoon, Steven Spielberg, uh, Julia Roberts, Jennifer Aniston, Demi Moore, Cameron Diaz—like the list goes on.
0: Amazing! Yeah, and they were
1: all there just to watch the newlyweds get ready for their upcoming vows to get to uh, to each other. A list. Yes, massively a-listing, and also it's Gwyneth's first time she's actually getting properly married because in two thousand and three she eloped with Chris Martin.
0: Consciously eloped.
1: They consciously <laughs> eloped and then they consciously uncoupled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this time she said on her website that she's really looking. For Forward to doing the whole traditional wedding dress and everything.
0: Uh, can't wait to see all the pics and stuff from that because yeah. she's very, very goop inspired, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, so yeah. It's
1: going to be very, very expensive.
0: Take us to California now. Everyone's been on their Instagrams watching the Coachella.
1: Yeah. So Beyonce absolutely made history at Coachella yesterday. It was eleven o'clock our time yesterday. She was the first ever black woman to headline Coachella, and she also brought like you know all her family on stage. Solange was there as well. She had Jay Z as well doing Deja Vu.
0: Take a listen. How fun does that sound on stage at Coachella? Honestly,
1: it was such a spectacle. And then, which was the highlight of my life yesterday, this was so incredible. She brought the girls from Destiny's Child on stage. So Kelly and Michelle were on stage with Beyonce at Coachella 2018 and they did all their classics. Take a listen. This was the
0: moment they all walked out. Yeah. a tune! So the last time Destiny's Child got together was the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, two
1: years ago. But this time it was just bigger and better.
0: That's amazing. That's on stage at Coachella. Yeah. Everyone's Instagram feeds are blowing up about that.
1: Beyonce set was two hours long. (laughs) Like it was just the most amazing thing you would ever watch. Like the guys at Coachella were very lucky. Eminem's got a lot to live up to. He's going to be on the stage in about three hours' time.
0: Okay. uh, We'll keep it here at Dubai 92 as well. We'll bring you the latest out of California for Coachella. Yay or nay time. This is where uh, our producer, producer Roger, will fire off some subjects, some topics, some questions at us. We have three seconds to answer. Uh, no fence-sitting for this one as well, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it does make me a little nervous doing this sometimes. Yeah,
1: we do, we do differ in our opinions, so this should be interesting today.
0: Mm, okay, over to you, producer Roger. Okay, question number one. One word. Re-gifting. Three, two, one.
1: Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're in radio. We can't afford to be buying people gifts every two seconds.
1: You know who's the biggest victim of my re-gifting? My mother. Oh, really? Oh, uh. Mum gets so much great stuff. Because I'm just like, oh, mum would love this. Do the, oh, mum would love this.
0: The, the other question, the f- other side of the coin for this is, do you tell the person that it's been regifted? Because then that way you absolve yourself of them if, if they find out later on down the track you've already told them oh yeah. it's a regift. gift
1: no I don't own it
0: no? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't buy the person a gift and you also lie to them
1: <laughs> I don't lie to them I just withhold the truth there's a big difference Harry <laughs> alright
0: number two matching his and hers beachwear yay oh,
1: why not we you... could go together in the in, in uh, pineapples you could be pineapple shorts I could be pineapple bikini <laughs>
0: You and your real partner, not your work partner.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> Kiwi Jamie, have you uh, have you got matching clothes?
1: Um, yes, we do. Oh. We went to a pajama party and we went to Debenhams and bought these like really bad Paisley satin pajamas. We looked amazing. Yeah. I'd, I'd match with them all the time. He wouldn't be up for it though.
0: Matching beachwear. I didn't know it was a thing though. As well, yeah, like, yeah. I saw it at the weekend. That's what made you? me think. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, think of the Insta-
1: Instagram guys. That would look great. No. <laughs>
0: No, if I see that, and especially if I'm down at Clyde Beach and I see that, one, I think the guy is whipped, (laughs) (laughs) and two, I think, lame. Uh,
1: Oh, really? Yeah. It's probably going to be me and Kiwi Jamie, my (laughs) partner (laughs) next week. I see you from the distance. I was like, who is that lame (laughs)
0: couple? It was you and Kiwi Jamie. This is Yay or Nay, our producers fire off some questions, subjects. We've got three seconds to answer. No fence-sitting producer Roger. Last one. It's a toughie, controversial, in this office. Shoes up on the desk at work.
1: Nay. Yay. Do you, yeah, you do do that, don't oh, I you? I
0: love doing that. Yeah. One, I feel like it's a sign of confident power, <laughs> <laughs> which I lack <laughs> drastically, especially in this office. I mean, if
1: you had your own office, I'd understand that, yeah. but not if you're just doing it out in the open office.
0: Also, I feel like when you're doing that, I think people come up and bother you less. <laughs> so I do it a lot in our office.
1: Why? Why would they bother you less?
0: Because if you're sitting there and you're working, people are going to ask someone who is already working to do work for them mm. because they're like, oh, this person's productive and they're busy. They'll get stuff done. If I'm sitting there with my feet up on the desk, they're not going to ask me to do anything.
1: Oh, Wow. Have you written a book on this?
0: I should. (laughs) (laughs) How to get out of doing extra work by Harry. (laughs) Bestseller.
1: Instead of how to win friends and influence people, it's like how to lose work and
0: (laughs) and deter people. Uh, I want to take you out of Dubai for a moment and go to the UK where, um, well, dating is tough these days anyway, isn't it?
1: It's so hard. It is so hard. Well, my friends always say it's so hard to meet someone.
0: Mm. A uh, guy has gone on a date with a girl um, and then afterwards, date went fine, they went out for dinner. Uh, Afterwards, the girl obviously thought, nah, I'm not really into this guy and just ignored his texts.
1: Okay. I think they
0: call it ghosting. Yeah,
1: where you just like ignore them.
0: Correct. We're getting the nod from our millennial producer, producer Layla. It is ghosting. Yeah. Um, so you just ignore them. You never hear from them again. And I suppose they just fall into oblivion. You never worry about it. Yeah. Um, I
1: kind of find that a little bit rude. Like, why can't you just say, thanks so much? I don't want to see you again.
0: Yeah. It, no, I, dating is tough. But <laughs> It's so tough. It's funny you say that because the guy, obviously, after not hearing from the girl he's taken on a date, has then sent her an invoice for the dinner. He's itemized everything she had eaten and drank and asked her to pay the outstanding balance of a hundred dirhams.
1: Oh, that's a little bit petty.
0: Now, don't get me wrong. I think it is, as a millennials would say, OTT.
1: (laughs) Over the top.
0: (laughs) Correct. However, I kind of do feel for the guy in this instance. Yeah. Now, I do know it's over the top, Mm -hmm. but he's taken her out for dinner, he's paid, and then she's ignored him. Yeah. Even a message saying, hey, thanks so much for dinner, but we're probably not compatible. Good luck with the rest of your life. Would have sufficed. Mm. But ignoring the guy after he's paid for the dinner.
1: I know. I think that's a little bit rude.
0: It's a little rude.
1: Yeah. But uh, I don't know. hundred dirhams. Wouldn't you just be like, okay, I've, I have count myself lucky if, if she's not going to speak to me now. Like what would she be like if we were together?
0: But imagine if he's dating all the time, mm, like a lot expensive. of first dates. Yeah. Pretty expensive. I
1: remember when you were on the on the circuit and um, <laughs> I
0: don't think I was ever on the circuit but I was seeing <laughs> women yes you were on
1: the circuit on the dating realm and you were on a very expensive date and I remember mm. you coming to the coming to work the next day and you were telling me how much it all costed and I was angry. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, how did you spend that much money? And that didn't eventuate, did it?
0: Didn't eventuate to anything.
1: Did you send an invoice?
0: I didn't send an invoice because it is a little over the top. But now this guy has, I'm starting to rethink <laughs> my strategy. Maybe <laughs> I should have. Could have recouped some of my you costs. Didn't
1: contact these girls and, hey, hey, I'm just doing my accounts from uh, 2014 and there's a few indiscrepancies. Can you pay me back?
0: Oh, there'd be a few, all right. <laughs> Actually, 2014. There's a story out of the UK. It's been a date. Um, The guy's taken the girl out for a date for dinner. Uh, The girl hasn't messaged him back. Pretty much just ignored him. He's sent her an invoice for the dinner, amounting to 100 dirhams. Completely itemised everything she ate and drank.
1: That is so funny. What if they shared dessert? Did he like split up a 60-40 or something?
0: I didn't think of that. (laughs) Probably did. Depends if you've got a sweet tooth. I
1: mean, if he paid for it, I kind of feel like... If he is that was his gesture. It doesn't matter what happens afterwards. That was his gesture at the start. So that you just have to own it. Sorry, she didn't call you back, but it's happened.
0: I, I'm I'm kind of uh, in the opposite boat to you, pricey. I kind of feel like because in this instance he was ignored. Yes, I know sending an in invoice is totally over the top. But just say thank you for the dinner, at least. Don't ignore the guy. Yeah,
1: that was really, really impolite and yeah. like that.
0: Um, so we're asking you, Do you, who is right in this instance? Do you think this is right? If he was ignored, uh, should she pay for the uh, invoice as well? Mike on 4009, what are your thoughts on this this morning? Well, basically, I've got a couple of friends who've told me that when it's coming close to payday, uh, they might not have as much money as they normally would during the month. That they would match with people on Tinder or Happen or something like that. Not necessarily fancying them, but it's a good way of getting a free night out when they're uh, coming close to payday. Gosh, are you serious? Absolutely. I'm not going to name names because they're probably listening, but 100% (laughs) serious.
1: Oh, my gosh. So you time your date according to payday. To yeah. get a free meal. Oh, that's just yeah, I don't sad. necessarily
0: agree with sending the itemized bill. I'd probably take it as a learning curve and be a bit more cautious. But totally. I can see the guy's point of view as well.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh.
0: Thanks, Mike. Um, Mike,
1: That's a good heads up. It's a little bit of a warning for everybody.
0: We will get the names of those people off the air because we are giving away free Backstreet Boys tickets, so we just don't want them, you know, trying to hook up free dinners and Backstreet Boys tickets. So uh, Thanks for your call, though. 4009 if you want to uh, continue this as well. Yeah,
1: Claire said, invoicing is totally OTT, but whatever happened to going Dutch on dates, I would never expect uh, for dinner to be paid by the guy.
0: What's Dutch? I don't know. Split down the middle. Split
1: down the middle. Oh, oh, clearly we don't split. (laughs)
0: What you and I. Yeah. <laughs> we have no idea what Dutch is. Going Dutch Quit
1: playing games Bust out the hypercolor t-shirt, the big baggy jeans, the shoulder pads, the crimped hair because. <laughs> Backstreet Boys are going to be here yeah. on Friday. We can't wait for Blended Music Festival 2018.
0: we got your hookup. This is in, entirely sold out. There is not a single ticket available anywhere but here to buy 92. And if you stayed listening this morning, you could be holding them in your hands.
1: Yeah, we've got Jordan on the phone. How you doing, Jordan? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. good, thanks, honey. Now, we were asking you on 4009, why do you need these Backstreet Boys tickets? Why do you need them, hon? Oh, so when I was eight years old, um, my parents had told me that I was going to go see the Backstreet Boys, and they actually messed up and took me to Boyzone instead, and I cried during the entire concert. <laughs> i have been waiting 20 years to see the Backstreet Boys. Imagine thinking you were going to a Backstreet Boys concert. I genuinely cried at Boyzone. I'm like, what is
0: this? Why yeah. am I here?
1: Could have been Where's worse. Nick? Could have been
0: Blue or something. <laughs> I think I cried when Boyzone played here last as well. Oh, t- oh, yeah! Tickets are yours. Like that's
1: just—that oh, is Thank traumatic. So yeah, it is traumatic. Money, you and a friend. You're off to go and see the Backstreet Boys. Pricey Scandal. Uh, Bon Jovi has finally been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah, the group were honoured in the 33rd annual induction ceremony. This happened on Saturday night in Cleveland, and John Bon Jovi kind of joked about how long it took them to get (laughs) into the Rock Hall, but then he also thanked his band for support. Take a listen.
0: End of my speech. I know, I know. It's about time. And that has been the theme of our weekend. So it all really just depends on how you read into those words. It's about time. Because time is the most precious commodity we have. I thank my lucky stars for the time that I got to spend with each one of you. Alec, Richie, Hugh, Tico, David. To you, to us, to all of you. Tonight the band that agreed to do me a favor stands before you so I can say thank you for making this dream a reality. John Bon Jovi. Are you a fan of Bon Jovi? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I
1: used to I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of John Bon Jovi as well. I used
0: to love this song. Oh. Yeah. This was such a tune when it came out.
1: Yeah. And he, he spoke so well. He spoke for about 25 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and he just thanked everybody. He talked about his journey. He talked about the hustle. The hustle was real for those guys. So, totally, yeah. Yeah, it's about time that they got that. But um, yeah, it was really nice.
0: The Harry and Pricey Podcast.
1: Dubai 92.